All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. Thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 19th of January. There could be some respite in the selling in the equity markets in India if the early indications are anything to go by. Overnight, some of the world's largest technology companies saw their share prices surge, with the Nasdaq 100 rising to an all-time high. Shares of Apple rose more than 3% after the Bank of America gave it a big upgrade, calling for a 20% upside. And the latest update from Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing suggested that a global tech recovery is on track. Even in the Asia-Pacific region, the three early rises were all trading with gains of over 1% last I checked. Now, Indian equities have witnessed heavy selling, particularly by foreign institutional investors, over the past couple of trading sessions. They sold equity worth another 9,660 crore rupees in yesterday's session, taking the selling in just two days to about 20,000 crore rupees. Shareholders of HDFC Bank will take heart from the action in the bank's ADR overnight, which settled 1.7% higher. As we said yesterday, part of the selling could be attributed to the resetting of expectations on rate cuts this year. And the latest data on jobs seems to reinforce that change in expectations. The number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits fell last week to the lowest level in nearly one to one and a half years. And that suggested that job growth likely remained strong in January. By the way, Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta President Rafael Bostich urged policymakers to proceed cautiously towards interest rate cuts given the potential economic impact of unpredictable events ranging from elections to conflicts. That's according to a Bloomberg report. Bostich, who is a voting member this year, also said that he wants to see more evidence that inflation is on track to reach the 2% target. The rate-setting committee is expected to leave the benchmark rate unchanged at its meeting at the end of the month. Now, the Sony Group has called for a board meeting today where it is expected to take a call on the $10 billion merger of its India operations with Z Entertainment Enterprises, according to a source-based report by the Economic Times. Subsequently, it may inform the Tokyo Stock Exchange early next week of the possible termination of the plan. In other news, REC has been designated as the overall program implementation agency for the rooftop solar program by the Ministry of New and Renewable Energy. The infrastructure financing company is also entrusted with the responsibility for the execution of the scheme and coordination with all stakeholders. The scheme aims to achieve a cumulative capacity of 40,000 megawatts from rooftop solar panels by 2026. Now, the National Stock Exchange of India has emerged as the world's largest derivative exchange in 2023, retaining the position for the fifth consecutive year, and that's in terms of the number of contracts traded, according to the Futures Industry Association. Additionally, the exchange is ranked third in the world in the equity segment by number of trades in 2023, according to the statistics maintained by the World Federation of Exchanges. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. Early indications are pointing to a respite in the selling. What are you focusing on this morning? Respite from selling, Alex. Yes, that's the hope. Sure, yesterday seemed like a little bit of a pause, especially considering the kind of the deep gas that we saw in the day before. And uh, the question really is the kind of positions do participants want to take over the weekend? 
Now, let's not forget that we will also have another heavyweight. Reliance Industries announced earnings today post-market. Besides the other nifty counters like Hindustan Unilever and Ultratech Cement and in the broader markets, keeping an eye on something like a Supreme Industries and PTM as well. Now, in terms of earnings, where we will have companies react to their Q3 results today, we have Indusind Bank, where it did seem like a largely inline set of a quarter with net interest income rising around 17.8% and net profit also rising. 17% year-on-year in line with street expectations. It was, it seemed like a bumper quarter for Punawala FinCorp, where we did see a whopping 52% growth in the top line, and its bottom line grew by 76% year-on-year, though that number was also in line with Bloomberg estimates. Moving on, we had an update from India Mart Intermesh in terms of quarterly results, where revenues grew 21%, and once again, in terms of profit, a strong 27%. So India Mart is also starting to look uh, like it's you know starting to see improvement in its uh, operating metrics. And then we had a disappointing quarter for Metro Brands, where the revenue rose 6.1% year on year and net profit declined 12.6%. And the reason why I say it is it's a disappointing quarter is because there were a lot of hopes pinned on Metro Brands. And because of that, at least last year itself, it had, you know, had a tremendous run. But the question really is that, is this a one-off quarter? That's something that we will know eventually. Moving beyond earnings, we're also tracking State Bank of India, where the company has raised about 5,000 crores through a 10-year 81 bonds. And then we have REC. And this one has had a spectacular 12 months, as we all know. The company has been designated as the overall implementation agency for the rooftop solar program of the Renewable Energy Ministry. Now, the company's aim is to achieve a cumulative capacity of 40,000 megawatts from rooftop solar panels by 2026. So we'll be watching out for that one as well. And it's the one for the long term. That's REC and, of course, its parent company, PFC, as well. So, plenty to keep an eye on, Alex, today. And I, I reckon as far as positions are concerned, we will perhaps get a better understanding of what traders want to do towards the last couple of hours of trade. And, uh, well, we take it on from there on. But let's not forget, uh, actually, it's not going to be Monday. It's going to be tomorrow because tomorrow we also have two special trading sessions. Uh, this is where this is because the exchanges want to, in fact, test out the disaster recovery site. So, uh, well, we are likely to see a, some amount of reactions as far as a lot of these results are concerned tomorrow as well. So, well, stay tuned in. Plenty to keep an eye on. And with that, it's back to you. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend.